What's up, Boomer? Oh, hey there, Boomer. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, excellent. Seems like uh, I've not seen you in an exceptionally long time. Due to Has been a long time. Summer. Those, that summer life where I'm just never home. Yeah, I saw a thing. Uh, it was a, a mom saying, oh, the person that I was when I signed my kids up for all of these activities <laughs> is a different person than the one delivering these kids to all these activities. Yes. And that I, hit close to home. I can relate to that. And then just plans in general. Doesn't even have to be kid plans. It could be like, yeah. you, when you asked if I wanted to come to that barbecue, I was feeling frisky. Yeah. You now caught I me in a weak know. moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've been focusing on, it's okay to say no. It's also okay to back out if it's not something that I think like they're like counting on you for, right? Like, like how important are you really? I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I'm not that important. Yeah. yeah we had a birthday yesterday and um, Katie's like, I don't want to be late. I was like, dude, that party's going on whether or not we're there or not. And she's like, let's not get the kid a gift. I was like, dude, this is not the kid's fault. I would <laughs> rather be 20 minutes late with a gift than 20 minutes early empty-handed yeah that's also because you are just chronically late and that's just a part of you i would have been there an hour early because i would have bought the gift a year ago (laughs) it's much bullshit because it's the kids that make me late i'm like yo put your shoes on put your shoes on put your shoes on put your Mm. fucking shoes on and their shoes are still not on but anyway i digress what do you what do you think about uh bringing a little bit of value today here sam Oh, to our, to our users. Can we call them users? <laughs> we can. Eventually, uh, they won't be able to live without us. So they will be true. using us. Yeah. Can't mm. live without us. Yes. What do we know more our... than anything? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say all of our content prior to this is all made up. Yeah, shooting from the hip. But what we're Fake about it. to bring you today, we know. Like the back of our hands. Big value. It's our everyday live eat, breathe, sleep, dream. Wake up at 3 a.m. and check your emails. Oh my God. It literally, or like wake up at 3 a.m. Like, <gasps> did I get back to that person? Okay, yeah. I did. Absolutely yes. terrifying. My God. How many offers came in in the middle of the night? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and we are obviously talking about Sam. Uh, recruiting. Recruiting. And the job market. And, and the candidates being unemployed and companies needing to hire companies freezing hiring companies laying off uh specifically the scope of the role yes specifically <laughs> in the tech startup world that is yeah. our bread and butter a lot but, of it can be transferable sure yeah, yeah, but yeah. like most of my advice would be tailored for tech startups Somebody. specifically yes all different stages and sizes but that's us yeah, heck yeah. But hey, that's not to say, like Sam mentioned, if you are trying to get a job at your local Arby's, some of these things can transfer over for you. We will help you in some way. There's a little bit of value for everybody. And it might not be you. It might be your friend. Everybody seems to know somebody that seems to be laid off because I just looked and the unemployment numbers in the United States are six over 6 million people. It's crazy. Wild. Also, nuts. keep in mind, we are not like job coaches we can't help you find a job like companies hire us to find people so it's not like if you hit us up like hey look at my resume like that's not our realm we will reach out to you if we think you're back unless you're a sexy ass candidate with like an exceptional education coming out of a really really good company i've had a lot of people think that they're sexy and i don't think they're that sexy so it's uh, hey 
I've been there. <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> uh, I'm like, how do I look in this? Catherine's like, nah. Take it off. <laughs> I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah. That's sad though. Do. That's a lot yeah. of unemployed people. It's crazy. Yeah. And how are you, like, first thing you got to think of is like, how do you, how do you differentiate yourself or make yourself stand out from the other 5.999 million people right. that are unemployed? Totally. And it's that scary thing that we see time after time after time where someone applies and they go in this black hole of resumes and they're, they could be a perfect candidate for that role, mm -hmm. but they got missed. Their resume yeah. maybe didn't have like the right buzzwords or it just got lost in the shuffle, the resume shuffle. And that's the unfortunate reality of how that works in our industry. Yeah. It's crazy. Like we've heard from a bunch of people that just like, oh, I didn't even see the resume. I didn't yeah. look at the resume. I didn't see your email. I didn't see any of it. Think about it. If you've got all those other people that are also vying for this position that are more than likely underqualified or not a good fit for the position, dude, you're just going to fall underneath a pile. Like hiring managers are just like super swamped at this point. Yeah. And, and in our industry, to, to give you some context, like we work with tech startups and a lot of the times they don't even have an HR department or a recruiting team. Like when I send the resume to that company, I am sending it directly to the hiring manager who I have a relationship with. They will look at my resumes cause they've, they've hired me. They trust me. And, uh, and, and me so it, and, and you and Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other people on our team, yeah. but it's so, and, and still like these hiring managers have a, have their job to do. They are not just all day looking at resumes and looking at our notes. They are also doing their job. So business. yeah, us as recruiters have to bring value. To, like, why are they going to take time out of their day to look at this resume that Sam sent me? Well, it's because they know that I'm not going to waste my time. I'm pre-vetting these candidates and sending them over and I'm doing my due diligence. But candidates who are applying directly don't have that luxury of having someone vouch for them and say, yeah, I talked to this person. They're awesome. Like, yeah. and that's what a recruiter does. So yeah. Like you don't have the phone number. I mean, you might, you know, but mm -hmm. are you going to call like, like us as a recruiter, like I could reach out to one of my hiring managers, just like shoot him a text message or just call and be like, yo, I just submitted this person. I got off the phone with them and my God, you want to talk to them. Um, but you might not have that. Yeah. And that's the hard thing too, is I've also talked to candidates who have been burned by recruiters and I understand recruiters, not all recruiters are the same or not all recruiting firms are the same and they may, uh, I guess, act differently or the way they recruit is different though. Maybe they don't have a good relationship with the hiring manager and that's hard because it's, you've been burned once, you know, you might not want to trust the next one. And, and, yeah. but also same with me, like I've had really great candidates and then I've been duped by some good candidates who then just ghost you or ghost the hiring manager. And I'm like, my God, I've been bamboozled. So it goes both ways. Yeah. Um, or they're lying about their skill set, which and I'm sure <laughs> recruiters do the same thing too, where maybe the recruiters lie about the relationship they have with the company. So it's this, who do you trust type thing? But yeah, yeah. that's why we're here folks. But then on the other side, like not everybody's going to get the opportunity to work with a recruiter, right? Yeah. Or even yeah. know that that's an option, right? Like, yeah. Let's say like, what does Joe Schmo do if Joe Schmo wants to apply to XYZ startup, but they would rather go through a recruiter. Like, I don't even know how they would find out who, what recruiter yeah. is working with them. Right. So then yeah. I guess 
my question, Jeff, to you and for our users is, let's say that's the spot. Let's say I want to apply to XYZ startup. My background's a perfect fit. I don't know any of the recruiters that are working on this role, but I know I want this job. I submit my resume. Now what? Dude, the first thing I would do is look and see if I have any like mutual connections because it's not really what you know, literally who you know. And if you can have a backdoor entryway into like any sort of position or get your like a little bit of a, like a foot above, what do you call it? Just get above it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I would, I would go that route first Just see like, Hey, do I know anybody here? Um, and then if, if not, I would start connecting with people that work at that company and get as many connections on LinkedIn as humanly possible, uh, would be my first step. What about you, Sam? Does it change for you? Stalker? Um, uh, I mean a little bit like, sure. I'm going to look to see if I have connections, but I'm connected to a lot of people who I don't personally know who can't mm -hmm. vouch for me as a recruiter, yeah. right? They're connected. Cause I saw I was connected to someone else. And so even if you're connected to someone, like, can that person vouch for you? Like, I think a lot of the times you find this role and, and again, specifically with tech startups, um, you apply on LinkedIn, you apply to their job posting. If it were me, I would, outside of connecting with everyone humanly possible at that company, I would hit up whoever you think the hiring manager would be, right? You're applying for a product role. It's going to be the person who leads a product or the most yeah. senior in that department. If they don't have that, then maybe the CEO, the COO, whatever. So reach out to someone or multiple people and say, Hey, I'm excited. I saw the job posting. I applied directly. I think I'd be a good fit because of X, Y, Z, right. And highlight those specific things in a little message to them. Um, cause one, they're, if, if they're just going to delete it, fine. They're probably, that's how they're looking at your resume anyway, but it's better than just throwing it into that black web of hole, you know, where you have no idea what's happening. Did they see it? Did I get an automatic, like, thank you. We'll let you know. When yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like how frustrating as somebody yeah. on the other end who gets that email and then is just like, cool. I have no idea if they're going to see my resume. I'm perfect yeah. for this role though. Yeah. Um, and then also like, going with the frustrations, like how many jobs have you applied to where you're doing the exact same thing over and over and over again, where you're just applying and hoping something happens. It's like, take that, uh, the, take your power and like figure out another way to do it. Cause the old thing about, uh, it being crazy is like, are you doing the same thing over and over and over again and hoping for a different result? You have to like set yourself apart and like really get in there and not be afraid to like, get some sort of an answer, even if it's no, because wouldn't you rather just shut the door on something rather than have it just be floating around in the ether forever, not even knowing if they saw it, be like, hey, I, I just hitting you up again. I applied to this position. I really feel like I'm an excellent fit. Um, I would really like to know, have you even had a chance to look at my resume? They're like, what's going on? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. To that point too, like doing the same thing for all of these jobs, like I can't tell you how many candidates I spoke to and I'll say like, hey, yeah. Thanks for taking time. Like the company I wanted to chat with you about is XYZ company. Have you heard of them? They're like, mm, I don't know. I've applied to so many roles. Let me pull up my spreadsheet, which is the reality, right? Yeah. But if you are using the exact same resume for every single posting, in my opinion, you're doing it wrong, right? Yeah. Like you might have, that's your experience, right? Like that is what your resume looks like. That's what you've done. But if you really want this job, go to that job posting, go to the company's website, 
dig in a little deeper, go to the hiring manager's LinkedIn posts, see if they put anything on there that might be relevant to what you know they need for this role. Tailor your re resume just a tiny freaking bit for that yeah. specific role. Like if they, if you have A-B testing, if you have a computer science degree, if you have whatever some of these things are that maybe they are saying they really need, highlight that even more than you already are, right? If they say they need a technical CS degree, put that up top on your resume. If they say they need somebody who, what a growth PM who can bring in new users, then add statistics and add those those numbers of how much revenue you've brought in or whatever, like, because that, that one resume you're using, you should not be using for the 20 jobs that you just applied to. Please yeah. don't do that. Please or you're not really trying in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like checking the box, just going yeah. through the motion. Or don't know uh, how, or don't even know that that could make a difference. And I promise you that can make a difference. Like those buzzwords are a real thing. Buzzwords. Yeah. We look and was it like, um, the stat about like people are only reading like the top 300 characters or whatever. It doesn't matter how great you look on the second page of your resume. If it's not highlighted at the top, dude, we look at like a million resumes a year and like we can tell basically how good a candidate is. And like the first couple skims of our eyeballs, we're like, Oh dude, this guy looks good. Yeah. Or this girl or this girl. Yeah. Or this person yeah. or this. Yeah. Or the, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. And that's, you're welcome. And it's just, I, I could only imagine how frustrating it is. Right. Because especially in this market where there are so many candidates on the market and companies aren't hiring like they used to, at least right now. Right. So, like these are just little tidbits that we have noticed in the market, in the tech industry startups specifically, um, that ha I think could be helpful. Uh, so again, resumes is just a little note and, and put it on your LinkedIn too, right? Because hiring managers and recruiters are also looking for you, right? So even if you're not actively looking and actively applying, but you might be open, you know, if the right thing comes along, put some stuff on your resume so I can yep. freaking look you up, please. Like yeah. you don't have to mark that box that says open to new opportunities because a good recruiter doesn't care if you're open to new opportunities. If you're a good yeah. fit, they're going to reach out, right? I'm going to get you. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. Like yeah. that, we are salespeople. We are hustling. Yeah. I would, I say 90%, maybe 95% of people I talk to are not actively looking. They have. And it doesn't have that little green box, that little no, green I'm, room. No, I'm right? convincing you to get on the phone with me because I think you're perfect for my role. I don't know that for sure. Not until I talk yeah. to you. Yeah. Also, that's a whole nother pet peeve too. I'm sure their candidates are like shaking in their boots upset because they get hit up by such irrelevant roles so often. Mm -hmm. That could be a combo of things. One, your LinkedIn doesn't tell me shit. Yeah. So I don't really know. And without talking to you, I don't really know outside of your title you know, if you're a good fit, because title at one company, the scope of the role can be night and day from the title at another company. So keep that in mind. And then the other thing is, it could just be a sloppy recruiter. Sure. Who's not looking who saw one buzzword on your profile and reached out, like, don't hesitate to just tell that person like, Hey, heads up, I am not a blah, blah, blah. That's not yeah. the scope of my role. Slow down, you know, no. <laughs> or ignore them, whatever. But like, yeah. if I if me, Sam, this Sam, if I am reaching out to you, I have read your profile. I think you're a great fit. I don't know for sure till I get you on the phone though, right? Because what if I get you on the phone and you're just like, meh, meh, Eeyore, like you, you're not going to fit like this Uh, beat, fast, hustle, bustle, grit, get shit done, like mentality that most of my startups need. So yeah. anyway, it's just this, I'm sure it's this give and take, right?
of coming from both ends. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure there's frustrations and things that people on the other end see, but this, I think this mostly this episode is about those who are like really like banging their heads on the wall. Like, what do I do to get a job? And yeah. Um, like the other thing too, I don't want, we don't need to necessarily go off into like a deep tangent on it, but if you know that you have like a really good skill set or you're good at something and you're not employed anyway, like you could also just roll the dice on yourself, right? Because there's a lot of people in this great layoff uh, that's happened over the last year and a half. Uh, they have realized their worth, right? And what they can do. And then they're just like, you know what? Why don't me and some of my homies start our own business? It doesn't have to be like a bunch of people either. But like, what do you have that you could monetize is the other thing too. Like think outside the box. Like maybe maybe this is the world telling you that like to change it up. Because like I, I used to work for people all the time. And now I own my own business. We work right together. And it's fucking awesome. Like it's great. You make your own hours. You do your own thing. You work as hard as you need to. And you just like you figure it out. But if you're in a if you're in a corner anyway, and you're like the job market is so freaking flooded, like if you have something where there's like a like a market need, roll the dice on yourself, see what happens too. Yeah, and you can also look for jobs while you're doing that too. Yeah, but yeah. you probably kick yourself not to try. And I see I'm seeing tons of people on my LinkedIn who are like, "Hey, I've decided to start my own consulting." And I'm a product manager or I'm a designer and you can hire me and I will do projects. And I mean, that's make your own hours. That is set your own price. That is be your own boss. And that's a good little avenue too. Dude, And I got to say, like starting my own business, Katie starting her business, you starting your own business, like everybody has imposter syndrome, but like you if you have the skill set and you feel like, oh, I, I couldn't do that. Nobody's going to want to pay me for that. I, I am a complete imposter. You should see some of the things that like big ass companies are doing. Complete imposters, right? They're just still trying to figure it out. They've just like rolled the dice on themselves. So like, dude, you, hey, you, you listening right now, you are worth it and you can do it. Like, don't be afraid to try. And if you fail, what did you learn? Sorry, yeah. I got off my soapbox. No, so. that's fine. No, I love soapboxes. Yeah. Also, like if you are applying, don't like please follow up, right? If you don't hear anything, like mm-hmm. Jeff said, don't be afraid to be like, hey, I hit you up last week, haven't heard anything back. If I'm not a good fit, like no worries, w- would love to know. But I do think I am because of XYZ. Again, it could be they didn't see your first email or like what are those stats on most people reply in this Between type of seven you know, and twelve. Whatever it, it is. On yeah. average, between seven and 12. Think about that. If you're a product manager or a marketer, you are no longer a marketer, or a product manager, or anything. You are now a salesperson. You are selling yourself to a company. So it's like you follow up, you follow up again, you try and set yourself apart, you bring them flowers, you send them something. Who knows, man? Like whatever you need to do to be seen and fall out of obscurity is like, what you should be doing and selling yourself, especially if you found a position that you're like freaking really turned on on. So just like, dude, get in there as many times as possible. Yeah. There is something to say though, for you've reached out six times. They're literally not replying and like ghosting you. That might be a little foreshadowing into their culture and how they may be when you're there because it's, we see that, right? Like we reach out to companies, we, 
try to convince companies to work with us. Like, why are we such good recruiters? Why should you work with us? And so same thing, you're reaching out to these companies. Why should they hire you? And uh, there's a lot of times where I'm like, you know what? Like, I know my worth and this company is being a little more slow to respond or not responding at all. And they that to me is a good telltale sign of how they will be as a hiring manager. Yep. I don't got time for that. I have a lot of really bomb, good, incredible startups that I'm obsessed with. And, and that's the beauty too of what Jeff and I do and being our own bosses. We get to pick and choose. There are yeah. multiple, multiple, multiple tons of companies that we have said no to or not worked with because either we could tell that they didn't have their hiring hiring priorities straight or it, it was going to be a super painful process or it wasn't going to be a good experience for the candidates. And that's mm -hmm. a reflection on us. I'm bringing yeah. these candidates to you. That's Some my good job. Candidates. Yeah, yeah. And that's my reputation on the line, mine and Jeff's. And I don't want to, if my candidates aren't going to have a good experience, like I, I don't want that. I don't want yeah. someone who I've just convinced to talk to me to have this crappy experience. Yeah. So we're in this really good spot. And so to, to Jeff's point too, like know your worth and, if someone's not replying to you or brushing you off or sends you some shitty email back when you have followed up, like don't, that's a them problem, not a you problem. Yep. Like move on to the next there. You will find a job. You mm -hmm. just have to be persistent in this market. It's just something we haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, for sure. Like I've got a friend who was, she's, she's been unemployed for just a little bit. Like she's awesome. And like, she just keeps getting ghosted by hiring managers and like, She's like, I, I want to send a text message or an email just reiterating why I think I'm a good fit. I'm like, that's a slippery slope because one, what if you don't actually know what the hiring manager needs in this position? So I was like, why don't you just express your like excitement to potentially work there with this person? And I was like, plus you're like a really good gardener. Like, why don't you bring them some of your flowers? And this is a local thing. And the hiring manager she so she had sent him a message. Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna drop something off. They're like, all right, cool. She drops it off, ghosted. Brought over a bouquet of flowers, and they freaking ghosted her. And I'm like, the fuck that company. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, why why would you want to work for him? Honestly, like this isn't you. This isn't a reflection on you. This is a reflection on them. And yeah. like, thank your lucky stars that you didn't get that job. Yeah, literally, she brought them a bouquet of flowers. Brought them not a even bouquet a of flowers from their garden and a note. And not a thank you, not a fuck you. <laughs> What's that I'd point? rather a fuck you yeah. at that point. I'd rather a like, anything. thanks for this bouquet, but like, we're looking for something else. Like something, yeah. right? Something. Also, yeah. I, I get it. I understand that there are people out there who are saying like, bah, I have recruiters who ghost me. Sure. I have candidates who ghost me. Like, yeah. you're with the wrong recruiter then. If that recruiter, like is not giving you the time of day, don't give them your energy either. I promise yeah. you, you will get a job without that recruiter. So know your worth as well. And don't be afraid to tell them like, hey, I'm a little disappointed. Like I haven't heard back. Like rewinding a little bit too, that recruiter may not have heard back from that hiring manager, yeah. um, but it's okay to ask. And it's okay to be like, hey, when do I expect to hear back from you? You know, it's yeah. this whole back and forth of like, how many times is too much to reach out? and how often should I reach out? And what if I never reach out, you know? And for me personally, reach out as much as you want. If I don't have an answer, I'm going to tell you I don't have an answer, you know? Yeah. Or I'm going to tell you like, sorry, they haven't gotten back to me. I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, let's, if you see anything else, let me know. I'll keep my eyes and ears open for you. If I see something else, you have a great background. That's why I reached out to you in the first place. Like, man, frustrating. So for us too, yeah. 
as someone on the HR side, call it HR, right? Like yeah. we feel those pains too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and on that point too, it's like, I don't think it's out of the realm of like possibility, not even possibility. It's like you, you should expect, especially if you reach out, reach out if it's like, you can reach out if you wanted to until you hear like anything really. Cause like, you could, you could just go back in. Honestly, if it's like a local type of a position, just walk back and be like, Hey man, I, I put in my resume, like I'm just checking back in. I wanted to close the book on this or like figure out what's going on because like, it's kind of just open-ended at this point. And if it's a no, it's a no, but thank you for like letting me know so I can move yeah. on rather than just like, Hey, I mean, I've floated it out there because it's like, what effort are you putting in at that point? Um, and with so many people on the market, you just got to stay on top of it. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you're already at a no right? They haven't yeah. gotten back to you. They haven't told you one way or the other. You're already at a no. And it's worse that could happen. Yeah. Believe me, it's the most frustrating when a hiring manager gets a resume and doesn't acknowledge it or give me a timeline. And I think too, we're external recruiters, Jeff and I. So a lot of the times it could be like, oh, we have a really internal good candidate that we like. Let's see them through. Well, just tell me that. I don't care. Yeah. What, what do you think I'm going to do? Like, snake your internal like that's not a, no. like yeah like tell me so i can tell my candidate who is relying on me to represent them right like i it makes you look bad as a company too it, when you yeah. are not treating even people who apply with the correct decency so tell me so i can tell them so we can all be this big happy family of information right like yeah. the more you know right yeah the more and speaking on that i i just read an article the other day and it was like there are so many companies that are not actually hiring. They have up these ghost job descriptions to gather resumes so that when they are hiring, they have more contact information. Garbage. And how frustrating is Garbage. that? It's like, no, no wonder you're not hearing back from them. They don't, they don't have the internal resources to real? reach out to you. Anyway, it's 100% real. Okay. Sorry. If you guys are doing that, stop yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like you're telling me that you're collecting resumes for maybe a role you might open in six months. Well, I'm sorry. Their experience is going to change. The scope of what you might need is going to change. That resume is irrelevant. Like you, when someone's applying, they are hot. They're ready to go. They're all hot and lathered right that ah. second. You might be wasting your time <laughs> if in six months you decide to call this used to be hot and lathered person. Yeah. Like just stop that. That's garbage. And yeah. you're getting these people's hopes up these people are applying to each job and holding on with the thread. Right. And I've realized that as a recruiter, I'll talk to a candidate. They're, you know, passively open, might not be open at all. I, I get them all hot and lathered about this really exciting opportunity that I have. And I need to remember too, that even though they told me they're not actively looking, they probably got off that call. We're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so jacked up on this opportunity that Sam mm -hmm. sent me. Like, I don't know how often they're thinking about it. So I need to make sure like I stay in that loop in their ear and to keep them excited to keep them excited, but also to let them know the second I know that this company is going to pass or mm -hmm. move forward or put the role on hold, whatever it is so that I don't have these candidates wondering, like no. that's what would drive me crazy. Someone who needs answers right away, applying and not even knowing if they got it. Uh -huh. I'd go yeah. insane. I couldn't do yeah. it guys. It's, it's also, I think, like a facade where it's like, oh, our company is still growing. Well, bullshit, because you just have this up. You're not, you have no intentions of actually hiring anybody, but your jobs page shows that you've got a bunch of different things that are up there. Like you've listed some positions, but like you have no growth. Where you're, did you're you see that? Right that on LinkedIn? Dude, uh, I can't. That makes I me mad. Where it was. Yeah. Whatever. I'll, I'll share it with you. 
That's fine. That's just a crappy thing to do, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like, get your crap together before you decide to post a role. Figure out what you really want because it's also super frustrating for someone to, like, post a role and be like, let me talk to a few people and see what we really need. And then you just <laughs> yeah. wasted those people's time yeah. just to yeah. find out that you need something different. Like, sure, that happens, but going into it with that intent of let's just feel out the market and decide later. No, nope, figure it out. Don't let's not waste people's time and get people's hopes up. People have better things to do. You know, on, we could do a whole we could do a whole other episode on hey, listen here company. This is what you're doing wrong. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> let, I'll save let us help you. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I noticed like, a little shift. I was like, oh shit, she's yeah. getting fired up. <laughs> don't let me go down that hole. No, yeah. it's just with candidates though, like don't give up. You need to set yourself apart, right? Don't just apply and forget about it. Don't you can't just like set the hook, right? Is this a fishing? I went fishing once the other oh. week and now I think I'm a fisherman. Okay. Oh. Don't just throw yeah. that line out and just sit and expect a fish to just want it, right? Did I do it? You can't you just like, it. expect the fish to come. You gotta like work for it and you gotta like keep yeah. casting it and keep on doing this little thing. What is this reeling it in? Uh reeling, yeah. Sure. Reeling. And then you yeah, can you gotta, jig it. Okay. You gotta keep checking your worm to make sure the worm's still you know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't just set it. And just cross your Forget fingers it. and be like, I got that. Like, no, yeah. follow up with someone at that company. Look at your connections, connect with everybody. Once you connect with someone, then you can send them a little message for free. Yeah. Send them a little, uh, what do you call it? Like an IM, an instant yeah. messenger yeah. on there. Send them a little, hey, I applied. Like, who's the right person I should reach out to? You know, keep on going, keep on going. <laughs> yeah, don't stop. Um, so I think that most important thing, let's just run through it really fast. So what, yeah. number one, uh tailor your resume yes, to the position please, to the position to the position make sure that you hit on some things that are important to the company like you've talked about it in the past you're like the only email that i ever opened from a salesperson is when they complimented my linkedin post yeah it's like, they, they, wow, they actually paid attention correct they referenced something on my page so i know they looked at it right yep. and i read it and i don't read all these sales pitches i get you didn't buy um, it no, I didn't buy it, but I read it. But and I remember it. the name of the company. Yes. Did you respond to it? I sure didn't, but I read it. <laughs> you did read it. So that's uh, <laughs> all you can it. ask for. So it's, it's, so yes. Um, reach out to somebody at that company, connect with people at that company, at least try to do something outside of just applying, tailor your mm -hmm. resume. Um, I would also keep track of where you're applying and follow up. So if you've applied somewhere, I would wait 24 hours to 48 hours and I would send them a nut, an email. Hey, I, I applied to that job yesterday. This I wanted to time. see if you got it. Uh, yep. yeah, yeah. Yesterday at noon, I applied to that, you know, software engineer role um, that I saw. I'm super excited. Not sure if you saw my resume yet. I uh, would love to jump on a call. Let me know if there's, you, you know, let me know if you think my background's a great fit. Would love to connect. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Simple, sweet, whatever. And then they're going to be like, okay, who's this guy? He reached out. That's great. Let me look. Okay. Let me look at his resume. Uh, he's not a good fit. If they ghost you at that time, whatever, but you've done your due diligence mm -hmm. and you can say you've tried. Um, yeah. Applying but, isn't going to do it. Yeah. Just, just hold on. So uh, not just following up, it has to be like value added follow-up as well. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, I applied. I think that I'm great because of this. You've got them. If they're going to read that email, you yeah. better have something in there that's going to make them be like, oh, I should go back and look at that resume. 
Like I have been in landscape architecture for seven and a half years. I started my own business. I ended up quitting because of the COVID, whatever. Like I want to join a cool company. And I really think that this one is the one to do it. And I'm just making this so that it's like for everybody. Yeah, I was going to say, what's landscape architect? <laughs> <laughs> I used to want to be a landscape architect. All right. And then Great. Uh, I didn't want to go to school. I, I think like, I had to don't... or something. I was like, we don't work on those it's roles. It's for everybody, man. Everybody needs a job. I don't job. know about. Yeah, side hustle. You know me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, put some value add in your follow-up each and every time you follow yep. up. Not just, hey, did you get my message? Because they'd be like, no, I didn't. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Because yeah, why I would I respond to you? Yeah. Value okay. add, value add. And also, please value don't apply if your background is not relevant at all. <laughs> Like, or if it's a if it's in another state, like I've been getting people applying to like this position that we have, Sam, from freaking Vermont and New York, and I'm like, all right, sweet, you you want to move to Boise? They're like, no, not right now. I'm like, the, what the what the what? You are literally wasting your time. Yeah, go somewhere else and do something else. This like a lot of jobs are remote, but right. And this is a tricky little slope too, because I'm also a firm believer of if you read that job posting and it says four to six years of experience as a product manager in the generative AI space. Okay. But I, I know a lot of candidates who are like, no, oh, well, I only have three years of experience and they want four to six. Like I'm, I'm not going to do that wrong. If you are coming out of a current gener generative AI startup for three years, and maybe you owned a lot, maybe you were the only product manager, you have a lot more experience than maybe a product manager who maybe has dabbled in gen AI at a big, large company where they've owned a tiny portion. So like take that into consideration too. And don't be afraid to highlight that. Be like, Hey, I know you said you want four to six years. I've been the sole PM for the last three years, owning all of it from zero to launch, blah, blah, blah. Like they will talk to you over somebody who has 10 years at a big company who's owned a tiny bit. So just know that too. Yeah, small thing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Big, small, uh, all the hand. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they're all just like, um, they're all ballparks too. Like we'll talk to hiring managers and they're like, we, we need around five years. It's like, well, would you look at somebody with three? And yeah. they're, the, the job posting says five years like required, but would you look at somebody with three? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So just Do, keep that in mind too. Yeah. Apply. But so, also if you see a product manager job and you are a social media marketing manager, who's never touched product and you're in the biotech space, please don't apply to that gen AI PM role. <laughs> You yeah. know, like just I'm don't very waste passionate your time about it, though. Yeah, yeah, but I love being a product. Don't don't do that. Yeah, yeah. please, please don't. There's lots of uh, things. There is no yeah. like secret sauce. There's but but there's other things people can do in this market that you know five years ago it was different. Five years ago, everyone just freaking got hired all the freaking time. <laughs> just, yeah. There's so many jobs and people are hopping left and right now. People are too scared to leave, and and I get it. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. You, and especially if you're, you know, you have a, a comfortable position and you kind of like what you're doing, but you're like, you got your foot halfway out the door. Like the last thing you would want to do is freaking just jump and then not have a position lined up. You know, just yeah. be unemployed, be one of the numbers. But yeah, it's crazy. 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 Yeah. But shit. Uh, hopefully that helped some people. Did we miss anything, Sam? I'm sure. I'm sure I'm there sure. are things that'll get brought up that we missed, but yeah. The main focus is what to do to what those people should do who are applying to places directly outside of just applying because there's yeah. lots of things I think you can do. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It's tough out there. I could not imagine. Like, I have some personal friends who, you know, are looking and family and I, I just un I understand that it sucks. But yeah, have them have them have them watch the show. Leave us like, uh, you know, any uh, 
uh, in the comments or whatever, hey, like, uh, you know, this is what I'm running into. What what can we do here? Because, I mean, I like uh, I like answering questions and Sam's yeah. much faster than me. So I'll just follow up <laughs> on what she normally says because she's like all on top of it. But like we're happy to help wherever we can. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean we can get everybody a job. But uh, if there's something that we missed that you wanted to hit on, like uh, happy to help it out. Yeah. And if we don't know, we're going to tell you that we don't know. Like, I'm not going to waste your time. If I don't have a job for you, I'm going to tell you, I'm sorry. I don't want to jump on a call with you. I don't want to waste your time. I don't know when I'll have a job for you. Let's save time. You know, (laughs) your your job is soon going to be taken over by artificial intelligence. You should probably find a new career. That is all of us, actually. All of us. (laughs) Now we're fucking screwed. Another episode is this is just the beginning of all of us being unemployed. Oh, I did. I did have an idea, and well, maybe for our next one, but we should do a show, and we should call it "Is My Job Fucked?" Like, (laughs) like janitor. No, you're probably safe. Are you though? Robots, Roombas. (gasps) My God, see. Yeah. Same with. Save it. There's that Roomba lawnmower. Like, what are those people called? Landscapers. Dunzo. Dunzo. Chefs, Dunzo. Bye. Bye forever. You know what? Yeah. Just forget you even listened to this, this episode. <laughs> Find something no to do, man. man. <laughs> uh, go cut your mattress open. It's going to be a while. There we are. And also, we are. to bring this to the boomer slash Gen Z slash millennial. Boomers, I haven't seen a boomer resume ever. Nope. <laughs> Millennials, <sighs> they've got it down. Gen Z is like, I'm not going to do a resume. Company still. Gen Z is like, I'm not, I'm not going to go work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I am an influencer. Yeah. I'm not working. (laughs) They're, they're already working for themselves in their Lamborghinis. We'll get there someday. They can't be bothered to put together a resume. Like just look at my LinkedIn, which I agree. Go look at my TikTok. My God, would that be a thing? I am sure it is. All right. Well, tell your friends. And hold on. Hold on, hold on, Sam. You let me get this entire <gasps> episode. I know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can't you did even that. believe that. <sighs> hey, can the you hit us with the s- intro? Sup Boomer Podcast, where we lovingly embrace the fact that we are the boomers of this millennial generation. Oh, well. I can't believe we great. went all the way to the end. That's fine. But you can always put it in the front. I will. Put it in the front. Intro in the front, party in the back. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh let's keep it in the back so we can add that. Yeah, put it in the back. <laughs> Just put it in the back. Yeah, my fucking said. scream keeps scream keeps turning <laughs> off. Wait, all right, well, <sighs> all right. well see note, you, boomer. See you, boomer. Bye.